Hey, at this point, I'd say screw Rhode Island. Instead, let's just get highly intoxicated and listen to our theme song. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, it's Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are watching two movies, reviewing two movies from the great world of movies that you can watch in mm-hmm. places where movies are. Yes, indeed. Now, the first one, we know it's a little bit older, yeah. but it's going to be The Lost City. We missed it the first time around because when it was in the theaters, I think like Doctor Strange was going on, I think... Uh, an A24 movie. I know a couple of A24. Oh, Panic Fest was going on, <laughs> yeah, too. Panic Fest, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we kind of missed it, but it's on Hulu now, so we're going to be talking. Well, it's not on Hulu. Uh, it's, on, um, it's on Paramount Plus. That's what I saw, at least. Is it on Hulu, too? I thought it was on Hulu, too. I saw it okay, on but, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. What, one of the streaming platforms yeah, yeah, yeah. that we're at, that I have. But, uh, yeah, it's probably both, both, uh, uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah. And the first movie is The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock. I would like the locks changed again in the morning. And you know what? You might mention that we'd appreciate it if next time they didn't send a gang member. member. Yes, yes. Well, you mean that kid in there? Yes, the guy in there with the shaved head, the pants around his ass, the prison tattoo. Those are not prison tattoos. Oh, really? And he's not going to go sell our key to one of his gangbanger friends the moment he is out our door. We've had a really tough night. I think it would be best if you just went upstairs right now. And what, wait for them to break in? I just had a gun pointed in my face. Face. You lower your voice. And it was my fault because I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, that's from Crash. And that other voice mm-hmm. is Brendan Fraser. So yes, I know that's why. That's one of the one of the reasons yeah. I use that clip. Crash is a good movie. Fucking love it. her. It's weird because uh, Crash uh, won a bunch of awards. Too, it won, it won best it's picture. Like, won best picture. The year. Everyone thought that Brokeback Mountain would win that year, but Crash did. Should have been Brokeback Mountain. I, I agree. I think it should have been Brokeback Mountain. I mean, there's nothing. There's what movie is better than Jake Gyllenhaal and a, a gay sex scene. I mean... Well, uh, I just like the movie itself for the for the for just the feels. Oh, man. <laughs> I just thought you liked it when he raw-boned raw him. All right. And also, uh, Channing Tatum is in this movie. No, no, not if you're in the house. I've Googled this. Do you want to know how it works? Yeah? You come inside and I defend myself. Now, I'm not going to pump six bullets into you. No, no, that would make me look crazy and kind of, you know, out of control. No, I'm going to pump three into you, like a calm gun owner would. Zip. I came here with the intent, and only the intent, of getting my camera back. Oh, yeah. Your camera? Go inside. If you just want your camera, it's right here. Listen. Yes, that's Channing Tatum in The Dilemma, talking to Vince Vaughn. Yes, exactly. There's so many clips I could I could have done a Magic Mike. I could have done 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, so 23 handsome. Jump Street, 24 Jump Street, 25 Jump Street, 26 Jump Street. Yeah, I, Jump Street. I, yeah. I got I got I got a confession to make. I've never seen 22 Jump Street. Really? Yeah, it's I, really funny. Man. I, I really like 21 Jump Street a lot, but I've never seen this. Literally, I think it's it's somewhere you can go find it. I'm very sure, easy. sure it is. Yeah. And then the man who knows how to hold a wand better than anyone else in this world. Mr. Daniel Ratcliffe. You see, you all want an audience. Need one, desperately. It's quite sad, really. Hence my ability to nab you. 
I, on the other hand, want the opposite of that. I just want to be, and, and I am, 100% off the grid. You know why? Yeah, because the grid is for actual human beings. <sighs> no, because in a world of total surveillance, the only true freedom lies in not being seen. You can't control the grid from within the grid. That's from uh, Now You See Me 2. Another confession. Yes, I've where he's an evil billionaire. Yeah, really? <laughs> that one too? Uh, anyway, continuing on, we also have the one, the only. The reason he's doing this film is because she makes an appearance in his new film coming out. And she asked him if he would come over and film this movie with him. And that is Brad Pitt. We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war. No great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. Yeah, so uh, from Fight Club, obviously, there's so many great things you can pick from when it comes to soliloquies that Brad Pitt does, but it doesn't get better than Fight Club, honestly. Dude, seriously, like, I look at so many different clips and I was just like, I got to go with the fight club speech, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to go with the uh, – I mean, it wasn't even the full speech. I mean, yeah. I could probably say it word for word. Yeah. Uh, we we're all – what was the rest of it? Uh, we were all raised to be rock on, stars. On television. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're all ra- raised to be on television and to be rock stars. And we're quickly learning that we're not. And, we're and we off. are really pissed yeah, off about Something like that, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also in this movie, uh, Stephen Lang, uh, if you don't know, he was in um, – what was it? Don't look at me too, or yeah. yeah. And then um, Bowen Yang, Oscar Nenez, uh, Davina Joy Randall. She was great in this. Davina Joy Randolph, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. And that is the Lost City. The second movie is the Memorial Day hit, the celebration. I think everybody and their brother and their cousin saw this movie. Tom Cruise like biggest opening weekend ever, right? Ever. Of yes. Movies, yeah. And this is considered the the the. Uh, Tied with the high uh, as the highest rated Tom Cruise movie of all time, oh. we are talking Tom Cruise Top Gun Maverick, which this thing has what it was supposed to be out three years ago now. Yeah, yeah, we've seen previews for this forever, forever. 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 I mean, it's been I think 2019. Yeah, yeah, I think it was when we first started mm-hmm. seeing previews for this. Maybe yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah, well back. Oh, man, I got some great fun facts about that movie when we get to it. But uh, first, uh, in the movie, of course, the one, the only, he's such, in, he's such, he's so insane, such an enigma, only he can slap Oprah and jump on her couch and get away with it. Tom Cruise. Is there something wrong? Yes, ma'am, the data on the MIG is inaccurate. How's that, Lieutenant? Well, I just happened to see a MIG-28. We, do- we, sorry, yes. We happened to see a MiG-28 do a 4G negative dive. Where did you see this? That's classified. It's what? It's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Lieutenant, I have top secret clearance. The Pentagon sees to it that I know more than you. Oh, ma'am, it doesn't seem so in this case now, does it? Yeah, that's actually from Top Gun. The first one, 1986 (laughs) Top Gun. Uh, yeah, the first Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I figured that'd be the best way to go. Yeah, it's got uh, also, um, the wonderful Jen- the one I did not know was in this movie until I saw it. Jennifer Conley. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't want you to be sorry, Cliff. I want you to stop treating me like, like a stranger. When something goes wrong, I should be the first one to know about it. I shouldn't be the last. Jen, everyone knows because they were at the airfield. I had an audition. It was important to me. Yeah, uh, that's from The Rocketeer. <laughs> yeah, another aviator yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Miles Teller is in this as Rooster. This is why I don't think that we should be together. And I've thought about it a lot, and this is what's going to happen. Okay, I'm going to keep pursuing what I'm pursuing. And because I'm doing that, it's going to take up more and more of my time, and I'm not going to be able to spend as much time with you. And even when I do spend time with you, I'm going to be thinking about drumming. I'm going to be thinking about jazz music and my charts and all that, and because of that, you're going to start to resent me. And you're going to tell me to ease up on the drumming, spend more time with you because you're not feeling important. And I'm not going to be able to do that. And really, I'm just going to start to resent you for even asking me to stop drumming. And we're just going to start to hate each other. And it's going to get very, it's going to be ugly. And so for those reasons, I'd rather just, you know, break it off clean. Yeah, from Whiplash. Is, is One of your favorite role. movies of all time. I love Whiplash. I absolutely love Whiplash. Yeah, yeah, you, you made out with it when it came uh, out. I, I almost did, I almost did. Uh, also, John Hamm? You and your boys didn't just roll a star market over in Malden for a box of quarters. No, you decided to bang it out in the North End at 9 o'clock in the morning with assault rifles. You dummies shot a guard. Now you're like a half-off sale with Big and Tall. Every cop is in line. Fortunately, though, for you, this guard has miraculously clung to life. Now, if it were up to me, and they gave me two minutes and a wet towel, I would personally asphyxiate this half-wit so we could string you up on a federal M1 and end this story with a bag on your head and a paralyzing agent running through your veins. Yeah, that's from uh, The Town. The Town. And did you get the other one? Of course I did. Uh, All right. And the surprise entry into the Top Gun movie, I don't care if this is a spoiler or not, I clapped at the beginning when the, the, the credits went up and I saw his name across the bottom. I was like, yeah! There's only 10 people in the theater and they all looked at me really weird. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care because they were all being loud and obnoxious the whole time anyway. And that is the man himself, the best Batman of all times, mm-hmm. Mr. Val Kilmer. I'm your Huckleberry. Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave. Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. <clears throat> Play for blood, remember? I was just fooling about. I wasn't. <laughs> so that, uh, obviously from Tombstone, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Val Kimmer as Doc Holliday, one of my favorite. Also, this cast is just huge as well. Jay Ellis, Monica Barbu, uh, Louis Pullman, uh, Danny Ramirez, uh, Glenn Powell, Manny uh, Jansty, who, uh, Manny, do you remember him from, um, gosh dang, it was, it was one of the first subtitle movies I think I ever watched. Um, oh, I guess you're right. I guess the uh, IMBD is not working yeah. today, sir. So we also got Ed Harris in this thing. Uh yeah, Ed Harris is in it. Uh, Raymond Lee, like dude, this is a big crew because it's Top Gun. Oh, you've seen these guys everywhere. Yeah. So, so Chris, tell them where they can find us. 
You can find us on movies on Facebook on Facebook, Facebook.com, slash news on podcast. We're on Twitter at NTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at NTS Podcast. We're also on a bonfire, bonfire.com, slash news on suck on the dude for merch or on Twitch MTS Podcast. And we're every, uh, oh yeah, Patreon.com, slash news on suck. And we're everywhere you find podcasts. If you find podcasts, you can find who's on suck on something to do. Boom. Did it. Am I missing anything? Yes, and then today we are going to be 100% getting another wonderful small business and opportunity to have you listeners go take a gander at them. Today we are going to be talking about Tulsa Body Jewelry. Tulsa Body Jewelry, yes. Tulsa Body Jewelry is open to shoppers Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Same day curbside pickup is also available. Tulsa Body body Jewelry offers the largest selection, widest range of sizes and lowest prices anywhere in Oklahoma. Their shop is located in Midtown Tulsa, just north of the intersection of 19th and South Harvard. They have a helpful staff that's ready to answer your questions and find the right size jewelry for your specific needs. Now, we go there uh, because my wife has a few piercings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But not only does this play uh, it's really cool. It's very like, look how cool that looks. Yeah, you know, yeah. just like walking up to it, mm-hmm. and then um, the inside of it, of course, is just jewelry galore. But so last time me and my wife went in this place, mm-hmm. look at these patches, man. That's pretty cool. Look yeah, at yeah. all these patches. I was like, oh my god, I want all their patches now, <laughs> and uh, not just their patches. Like if you if you like pins too, like look at all that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dude. I like that. And the staff is so nice. Uh, they were all going to a nude art show that night, nice. uh, which uh, I, I forgot about or I would have got some tickets to go. But, um, man, and they have a very helpful website where you can go through. You can order things online. So even if you're not here in Tulsa, they seriously are one of the biggest selection of not just normal jewelry, but also homemade uh you know, artist jewelry, uh, you can look them up at TulsaBodyJewelry.com or you can go to Facebook at Tulsa Body Jewelry. Cool, man. How you feeling? Yeah. Um, a lot, man. Uh, I didn't tell you this, but earlier today, about 9 a.m. when I went to sleep at like 5, mm-hmm. uh, I get a message from uh, our good friend Mark at a... Uh, yeah, right, 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 broadcasting, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am going to be on his podcast mm-hmm. uh, in the morning at like 7 a.m. <laughs> when? Tomorrow? Yeah, 8 a.m., I think, 7 a.m. Is, is, is it a wrestling thing? Yes. Uh, this past weekend on Sunday was um, was uh, AEW's Double or Nothing, which is their WrestleMania. Uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. So it's 10 a.m. our time. Wait, uh, 10 a.m. our time would be, where was it, where was it at? Where they're at, wherever he's at. Oh, it, so it would have been, uh, 9 a.m. our time. All right. But anyway, so, um, uh, Mark invited me to come and, uh, review this cool. pay-per-view, which I went to on Sunday, and you gotta hear this, man. We did not know this pay-per-view was going on this long. Like it went like it was eleven o'clock at night. We've been there since six o'clock at this movie theater. So four out five hours at this point. Mm-hmm. Five hours in a movie theater. And my friend's like, Man, it's eleven o'clock. And I was like, dude, we still have like four more matches. 
<laughs> and that was like at 11 o'clock. I mean, it was a good wrestling event. Don't get me wrong. And and spoiler alert, if anybody's listening and they haven't watched this uh, AEW event, CM Punk becomes the new champion. Right. My Chicago favorite guy. What are you doing? Are you watching porn? No, I'm, uh, I'm pulling up stuff for Mark uh, so we can talk about where you can find this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, Mark uh, Radulik uh, is just awesome. Uh, we, I did a podcast with him just, well, how long ago was that? March? Is that the, uh, right before I went to, right before I went to, uh, right before I went to WrestleMania, we did a episode where it was supposed to be four guys and it just ended up being me and him. <laughs> and, uh, it was, uh, WrestleMania 18 SummerSlam and into WrestleMania 19, that whole year we talked about and uh, we just had a really good time. So I can't wait to see if it's just going to be me and him again. I didn't. I didn't ask a lot of questions. I. I know the wrestling event. I know what I can talk about and what I can add to the conversation. Yeah. So like, what else am I going to do? You know. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Radulich and broadcasting. You can find that. On, uh, you can find that on, uh, on um, anywhere really. You can find it on all podcasts for platforms. He also parts the network called WTM. WTM. And you just go to the website, dudesteam.net, and his podcast stuff is there. And dudesteam.net.com. So you can find that um, mark there. And if you guys want to hear my podcast, go to the best of 2021. And he was our guest on that episode. Great episode, by the way. Yeah, he, he was the best of 2021. Uh, we did a great episode with him year in. Great. Um, I've been doing a couple things on the side with him. I did that one. I did a review of Battle of the Belts earlier this year yeah, with yeah. him. Um because I can talk wrestling, guys. I don't know if you know this. I am quite the historian on <laughs> on the pro wrestling. All right, so uh, I, I have it all in. But you know, you know, you know what this show is about, right? <laughs> it shows about movies. It's about wrestling. No, that's but this one's called. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about uh, the Lost City, uh, directed by the Knee Brothers. Oh, Aaron and, yeah, uh, <laughs> directed by Aaron and Adam Knee, uh, the Knee Brothers. They directed things. Like uh, Band of Robbers, The Last Romantic. They're actually going to be directing the new Masters of the Universe movie. But you're excited about that? Yes. Um, and yes. <laughs> well, written by uh, Ori Nuzil and Dana Fox and Screenplay Academy. And this stars Sandra Bullock as Loretta Sage. I would like the locks changed again in the morning. Also, Chang Tatum is Alan Dash. No, no, not if you're in the house. I've Googled this. Do you want to know how it works? Also, Divine Joy Randolph is Beth Hatton. Brad Pitt is Jack Trainer. The middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. Also, Daniel Radcliffe as Abigail Fairfax. Fairfax. You see, you all want an audience. Need one desperately. This also stars Usher Nunez as Oscar, <laughs> Patty Harrison as Allison, Bowen Yang as Ray the Moderator, Stephen Lang as Fantasy Villain, uh, also uh, uh, Raymond Lee as Officer Gomez. Why don't you go ahead and read the story for this one, pal? A reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with her cover model gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt that lands them both in a cutthroat jungle adventure. So when I saw the preview for this, I was I was kind of I was kind of intrigued. You know, like, like uh, it had those jokes that you see in all those uh, 
you know, movies that people think are funny. Like, like I remember when I saw this in, in theaters, or saw this preview for the theaters, there were people dying laughing because there is a um, leech scene. And um, uh, one of the quotes Shane says is like, oh, my God, they're sucking like a Java juice. And uh, I had this lady ask me, just like, lose her fucking mind laughing at that. And I just kind of chuckled and just like, just lost her mind. And now every time I see that theme, I think about that way losing your mind at that, at that quote. <laughs> but this this is kind of like it's like romancing the stone, you know, like like it, it is romancing the stone. Oh, it's the same thing. <laughs> and literally, I have it right here. The oh. fact that the name of the book was uh, tour was called "Romancing the Page," a reference to the movie "Romancing Stone," which this film is a loose remake of. Yeah, very loose. Um, and you know, like a. You know what movie um, perfected the action adventure comedy like jungle movie? That the, the that's all. Romancing like, the stone. Well, no, no, perfected it though. Romancing the stone. It didn't perfect it. Come on. Yes, it did. It yeah, like, Jones perfected it. Raiders of the Lost. Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom perfected that. They're not comedies. Those you are adventures. You, you don't think those are funny though? No, I think they're they're masterpieces. Okay, fine, fine, all right. Uh, but but I don't know if you, you, I mean if you told I mean there is James Bond funny. I mean there are funny parts, but I think I think there is James Bond funny. The character, I guess. I mean, all right, you're right. Okay, so raises. I mean, it's action adventure. This is more comedy. Okay, all right. Fine. I mean, when you're going against Nazis, it's more action adventure. Right, but it's still funny to you, right? There's still funny parts to it, and there's still yeah, so- yeah, by any means. Okay, when he rips out that guy's heart, yeah, that's hilarious. Like, that's so just a, yeah. hilarious. <laughs> okay, My favorite time of the movie. Um, this movie here, um, now originally, uh, this was supposed to be Sandra Bullock's and Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, as the main characters, nice. uh, but Ryan Reynolds' um, screen, uh, just his schedule did yeah. not fit into it, right? Yeah. Um, this Chain Tatum, I couldn't see Ryan Roll, but Reynolds playing that part because Ryan Reynolds plays too many. He plays more intelligent dumbasses now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they always become better throughout the movie. Yeah. And I think Chain Tatum as being the the eye candy. You, you think that maybe he can maintain the dumbness that makes it makes this part work? Because honestly, the movie works with both. Sandra and Ch- Channing, they, the chemistry yeah. is there, 100%. Yeah, it was fun. And you know why? It's because the second day of shooting, mm-hmm. guess what scene they shot? Oh, the, the, the leech scene, right? The leech scene. So she gets to so see like, his ass and then yeah. <laughs> He's butt naked yeah. right in front of her the first day, you know, the first day, like, so the second day they meet each other. Yeah. Yeah. They're not well-known friends or anything like that. This was like literally them working together. Do you think he wore a sock? Yes, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. So she- I, I read up. I read up a lot on this. Uh, like oh, when I was, you want to see your book got an eyeful of his dick or not? Interviews. Why? Yeah, I was. I was listening to the interviews of this. Why I was doing the news segment uh-huh. and stuff because the two of them was just hilarious. Yeah, they're funny. Going this is a, this. Is, I laughed quite a bit in this movie. Uh, I like this. Is it. One of those movies that. Um, it's think, national treasure. It's national yeah, treasure. Yeah, it's national it, treasure. It's, it's one of those movies that you can just turn it on at any point, 
anywhere in the movie. Like you could be going through TBS mm-hmm. or you know going through your TV guide or on, on TV. You yeah, you know. can you can stop on this and, and be fine. Yeah, and, and watch it for like 10, 15 minutes, so, or watch the rest of it. So, um, I think it's a good date night movie too. Like if you were to take your girlfriend to this or your wife to this, yeah, there's something for everyone. It's a peach thirteen. So, I mean, there's a, obviously like sex jokes and stuff like that, but it's not it's not overt. Um, it's got it's got. <laughs> I mean, my favorite part of the movie basically is the any time that that Brad Pitt was on the scene. I thought he was fucking hilarious. Like, like oh, dude. everybody in this movie played their part. Like, yeah. um, what's her name? Divine. Yeah. Divine. Divine. God, she's so funny. The, oh my God. As the, uh, uh, book, uh, the booker, agent. the promoter, the yeah. agent, Beth, yeah. uh, freaking hilarious. Everybody played their part in this movie. This movie, uh, came together with Daniel Radcliffe playing the, uh, stuck up billionaire guy. I mean, he just does that just, so well, dude. <laughs> like, dude, well, the thing is, this is the thing I got to say about Daniel Radcliffe, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't think he does anything bad. Have we seen a bad movie by him yet? I mean, not not, not I think overtly awful. No, I don't think so. No. I mean, like, maybe bad writing, uh, directing, or, like, cinematography. Yeah, I bet you can't not, wait for not, Weird Al, though. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for Weird Al. But, like, even, like, I remember the movie Horns. When that movie, came I like out. horns. I like horns. I think. Yeah, 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 I'm saying. When horns came out, I was like, okay, that's that's really lame. And then I saw it, and I was like, no, this movie is freaking amazing. <laughs> I love this movie. And um, so I mean, uh, the characters were there: uh, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Brad Pitt, Daniel Radcliffe, Divine. They all play their parts really, really well. Um, and it's basically just your. I mean, I am, you know, lost in the jungle. Two people in a situation that never find themselves in. Yeah, they're they're trying to find a sort of treasure hunt type sort of, uh, you know, like yeah. uh, without, action well, adventure. Without spoiling it too much, it, it, it's a treasure hunt movie. They are looking for treasure of some sort, and it, it's all just like who can get there first, who can figure out the clues. You know, like, and they, they sprinkle things so far into the movie, like, here's a clue here, and then mm-hmm. here's a clue here, and then all of a sudden one of them figures out, oh, this is what the clues meant yeah. the whole time. And this you doesn't know. break new ground, but it's a pleasant movie. You know, like, yeah. I had to, had to get some watching this, and, I, you know, I, I, I went into it not really looking forward to it, and I came out of it saying, okay, that was fun. Like, it was, it was, it was good. I liked this movie. You know, um, it made me feel really good in places I shouldn't describe to people. Like, are you talking about that area between, like, 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 like the inner thigh area that sometimes if you don't wash it, it gets a little, a little irritated? You have to, you have to, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. right, right in the taint, yeah. Um, but, um, no, uh, The Lost City, fine movie. I had a good time watching it, and you can watch it in Paramount Plus right now, and I, I recommend it, yeah. Uh, I recommend it to a lot of people, um. So let's see here. First things first, let's do that thing we do every week. Let's read some quotes, and then we'll get a rating and uh, move on to some news. Move it along. <laughs> I never thought I would find the big old lost city of D. She's going to help us with social media. With social medias. So, like, women in their 30s that actually act like they're in their 20s. <laughs> hey, I want to ask a question. Was this always called the lost city? Or was it called the Lost City of D at some point? 
It's originally called the Lost City of Z. Until the Lost City of Z came out, and they, they changed it. Not, not because the Lost City of Z, but they just thought people might take it the wrong way. Well, that's what it, I mean. That's the, I, that's I the it's, joke, it's though. Supposed to be that, you got to be in the movie. To, okay, all right. Know, yeah, okay, to, to, okay, fine. It makes sense. It makes right. sense. Right. You are the sexiest, most influential model of all time. Well, I wouldn't say all time. <laughs> everybody, everybody, shh. Can you rip off Dash's shirt? <laughs> You're like a human mummy. Uh, mummies are human. <laughs> Come translate with us and help me find the crown of fire. You know, that's how I have everyone's name. Janice Mom, Larry Doorknob, Stacy Butt stuff. <laughs> this is possibly some coke-fueled dark web scavenger hunt. <laughs> Uh, I have a hamster asshole. You have an amst a hamster asshole? <laughs> Only a fool would judge a horse by its color. Can I just do the part where I put her in the car and say, "Shh, you're safe now." <laughs> Why are you so handsome? My father's a weatherman. <laughs> I, I can taste brains in my mouth. Uh, why is it warm in here? Wait a minute. Are you peeing? <laughs> you can't tell my dad I didn't. I did this. Tell him I died from fighting an anaconda with a sword or something. <laughs> uh, if you think about murdering me, I will murder you first. Mm. This is not a situation we can win by ripping your shirt off. Is that a Ken doll on a moped? <laughs> what about the caves? They can be dangerous. Well, then we'll be careful. <laughs> That's the end of those. All right, man. Uh, my score on this is a 3.7. Like I said, didn't break any ground, but it's pleasant, and I enjoyed myself. Um, I'm, I'll go... I'm just going to go one above you. I'm going to go 3.8. I like this a lot. It was fun. Um, this is one of those movies, again, mine, mine's always based more on rewatchability, and this movie is just rewatchable all to hell. I mean, this is just, it's one of those movies that for years it's going to be played on some television network. <laughs> like, I think it'll be like, if you turn on TNT, it'll be like Shawshank Redemption and then The Lost City <laughs> and then Fast and the Furious 2. Well, that's and, even if 10 yeah. years from now there's still TV stations, you know what I mean? Like, like no one wants to. I don't know. We're, getting, we're talking about the future. You know, physiological on us and yeah, stuff. Yeah, futuristic. Um, so uh, you gave it a 3.8, I gave it 3.7. Uh, there is an audience score, uh, audience says on this, and a critic consensus. Uh, Rotten nice. Tomatoes. So, if you guys don't know, listen to the first time. I have Neil guess the audience score and the critic score on RottenTomatoes.com. So, mm -hmm. Neil, what is the audience score for The Lost City? 84%. 83%. You were really close. Nice! Nice! Uh, Onion says, with lots of laughs and some likable stars, The Lost City is a fun, lighthearted adventure that passes the time painlessly. I couldn't have said better myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> easily. Um, critic score, it's always going to be lower. It's going to be 76. 
79. Ah, see? Yeah. I knew it would be lower. Uh, Cody's consensus is, the city doesn't sparkle quite as brightly as some classic treasure hunting capers, but Star's screwball chemistry made this move well worth reminiscing. So, yeah. Your face. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it, people who call it Rid of the Lost City, this is kind of like an updated version with uh, the stars of today that are great. And I was always happy to see Oscar Nunez, you know, for Oscar from The Office in this movie. And he was funny as fuck, too. Uh, yeah, so, so the, the last thing, uh, you can watch it, and I recommend it. I would say you'll have a good time watching this movie, which is not, I don't say that about all movies at all. Sometimes I'm kind of a dick, but today I'm feeling pretty good. So, uh, kind of a dick. Hey, come on. You know, you know, dude, I, I'm feeling 100% better after having COVID. So, suck well, that's good. Yeah. Suck I just, uh, looked on Facebook and there's a picture of me in the movie theater watching wrestling because there's a, uh, there's a wrestler guy there. A wrestler guy at the movie theater? Yeah. Who was One it? of my buddies. Oh, okay. Uh, his name is Ray Martinez. He uh, runs Luchador Wrestling here in, Wait, did you go, in the good did old... You go, did you go to the theater to see uh, the wrestling? Yeah. Movie? Okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, okay. We were in a movie theater for like six hours, dude. <laughs> you had to go out and take a, do a cigarette break, right? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Between every match. Okay, I gotta get a cigarette. I gotta get a cigarette. <laughs> All right, every three matches, I'd say. All right, let's get to the news. This is the movies that don't suck and something new. So I'm gonna read stuff to Chris. He's gonna like it. If he doesn't, too bad. I'm in control of it. What you got for me, pal? Um, I don't know. I didn't even look anything. I I usually have it ready to go, and I just didn't. I just didn't have it ready to go. Let's start with Rachel Ziegler, who's Mm -hmm. from the good old movie um, West Side Story, was the main character, um, is 100% in the new upcoming Hunger Games prequel calling The Ballad of songbirds and snakes. Do, do you want to see that movie? Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, uh, you know, Hunger Games is probably the best novel to novel to movie franchise of all time. Not the best. Oh, you're right. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, then, yeah. then Hunger Games. No, then, the, the, uh, then, um, Hitchhiker, no, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the only one. Uh, the Hobbit, I'd say The Hobbit's You don't next. think Harry Potter's better than, than, than um, The Hunger Games? Oh, dude, they're like way at the back. Twilight's before, better than Harry Potter. <laughs> Come on, dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, no, listen, I, I, I like, um, I like the, I read all the books. I didn't, I didn't know if there's a prequel, I hadn't read it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I one of the first dates I went on with my wife was to see, the, I think, the second Hunger Games movie. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've I had fond memories of uh, seeing these movies because it's all for life. You know. All right, so David Cronenberg. Yeah, you know who David like Cronenberg is. The future. I fucking love David Cronenberg. Yeah, I scanners right. and uh, also Vietnam. the Twilight series. Yeah, what are you fucking? Yeah, wait, hold on. I wait, hold on. Would, would David Cronenberg did he direct one or like? What, what? I think so. Yeah, David Cronenberg. That's what it says right here. What did he direct? Which one did he direct? I don't know. But he is trying to get. I'm not seeing Robert. this in here. I know I'm not. 
But what he's trying to do is he's trying to get Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart back together on the big screen. That makes sense. Uh, Cause she, he directed Cosmopolis with, um, with Robert Pattinson as a main star and, mm-hmm. and also in crimes of the future, which I want to see, which comes out next week, Kristen Stewart mm-hmm. and Viggo Mortensen, but, but he wants to bring them back together. I'm all about it. Let Cronenberg do it. But will, will that happen? I mean, she kind of like cheated on him a lot, right? Yeah, she's a she's a she's an awful human being in that aspect. But um, well, no, she's a good she was a good. I mean, she's a good human being. She is, you know, we don't know what her love life was like. So I saw Robert Pattinson come on uh, the Daily Show right after that happened, and all all John Stewart gave, gave Robert Pattinson was here you go, man. It's a pint of ice cream. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. So after years and years and years of this rumor, we have finally been shut down on it. It is not true. For many years, the theory was The Rock, starring Sean Connery and mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. was a James Bond movie. It's not. Because Sean yeah. Connery was a, a British yeah. secret agent <laughs> that they had to lock away since the '60s, mm-hmm. which was the last time he was James Bond. Yeah, and like so, everybody's just like, "Yeah, that's James Bond." Yeah, it's got to be. They locked him up in the Rock. Yeah, and the director of the movie, um, do 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 do. Trying to find his name. Uh, Jerry. Uh, Berkheimer. Berkheimer, yeah, Jerry Berkheimer. Made it very clear that was never discussed or even thought about when making the movie. That's not even a thing. If they thought about it, do you think they would have changed it a bit? They would have changed the street play? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it wouldn't have been that difficult. Yeah, they just, you already got all the rumors anyway. Yeah, line here over there saying, yeah, this guy used to be a criminal or whatever, but instead they just Mm -hmm. just didn't even think about it, which is kind of crazy because. I mean, I, I rem- do you do you remember liking The Rock the movie? I, I love The Rock the okay. movie. It's one of it's it, it's like cinematography gold, dude. You also like Dwayne Johnson. Beautiful. You also huh? you also enjoy The Rock Johnson too, right? Dwayne The Rock Johnson isn't in that. Movie. I know. I'm just asking if you like him. Well, yeah, I like. Of course, I like The Rock. What, what the hell? What kind of questions are these? Well, people's Did you elbow. Just now figure out that I'm a wrestling fan. What, what happened? People's elbow is the most <laughs> electrifying moment in sports entertainment history. So, hey, you're going to be in Rhode Island, right? Yeah, I'm going there. I'll be there tomorrow. The Conjuring House from the movie The Conjuring, the real life home from The Conjuring in Rhode Island, just sold for one point five two five million. So one million five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. So is it the movie from the? Is it the movie for? Is it the house from the movie or the house where that actually shit just happened? The real life home to Peck in the original Conjuring film just sold in Rhode Island. So it's the original house. The parents moved into this home in January nineteen seventy-one and immediately began noticing strange hangs from the house. Uh, with the house, based on the reports from all that's interesting, the appearance would start to see small things which had no explanation. For example, a broom would go missing or be out of place. You know, I, yeah. I, they should really uh, rent out some rooms to like some people who are like super ghost people. Dude, I want the I want the Winchester Mansion. <laughs> you went there? No, I want it. No, oh. no, I haven't been out in that part of California. And on top of it, I want to rent a room in okay. the Winchester. So, uh, I, I want, 
when, when, uh, when I, I was bring the demons home with me. <laughs> uh, that's called poultry. I say follow around, but uh, I'm going to stay at the uh, this hotel called the Graduate, which is supposedly mm-hmm. the most haunted hotel in, in uh, Rhode Island. So, me and Lee are going there. So, um, just like I thought, because of Uncharted mm-hmm. making the bank, yeah, they do the sequel. Sony and PlayStation are going all in with their video game movies. What, okay, what, what's the next video game movie they're making? Neil Blomkamp, uh-huh. who has yeah, uh, done, yeah. done District 9, is doing a Gran Turismo movie. I don't. I mean, in that, just, like, I didn't know there was. A, I thought that was just a racing game. I didn't think there's a story in it either. Yeah, man. I guess <laughs> there is. I but, mean. They already done the Halo live action. Uh, it's doing. Well. I heard that's they, good. They I heard it's good. Fun. I haven't watched it though. Have you? I haven't watched. I watched the first episode and I thought it was decent. Okay. I, I don't know what. I, I didn't have time. Me and my wife were thinking about playing all the games. Yeah, I got you. So, all right, let's get this stuff done and over with. <laughs> um, Johnny Depp fans want his attorney Camille Vesquez as Mira in Aquaman two. Let's wait until see what happens in the trial. <laughs> she's really cute. I mean, she's good looking, but that's like about it. Like that's. I mean, that's what people at are. this point. If if anybody believes Amber Heard, and if this trial goes and they're like, no, she she uh, she wins a hundred million um, dollar counter lawsuit. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, no, seriously, if you can't look at Amber Heard and not realize she's full of shit. I'm not. I'm not. Like I said, I'm not judging anyone. I well, I mean, she's not full of shit. She left all on the bed. But <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, I, if I, if I'm being honest, I, I think the the suits gonna go. Honestly, think that they'll it'll be uh, a deadlock because it has to be unanimous. I don't think they're gonna come to decision on the jury. I think they will. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. You know why? Because because Johnny Depp is rumored to be in Beetlejuice too. I heard about this. Um, and, and you know, strangely enough, the day I heard that earlier that day, I'd watched Beetlejuice. Thrilled to see Johnny Depp added to the cast of Beetlejuice two. Hashtag I stand with Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. And so, wine writer Michael Keaton, Johnny Depp. All about it. I mean. Who who in their teens or their early who didn't have a crush on Lydia Dietz when they were young like like who we you were probably a like a preteen or like a eight nine years old right I'm sure mm-hmm. you, I'm sure you had a crush on Lydia Dietz Dietz right right okay, fine you can just not pay attention to what I'm saying and just and just agree with it to shake your head. I'm definitely trying to not listen to what you say and just shake my head and pay attention. No, I totally did. Yeah, of okay, course. All right. Did you? Uh, yeah, as a young man, jerked off a lot to Beetlejuice. I didn't. I did not do that. But um, to the cartoon, didn't you? You watched the cartoon. I didn't watch the cartoon. Like, ah, I was more, more fan of the movie. I think. I think. I think. As yeah. yeah. Kristen Stewart defends crimes of the future after multiple walkouts and half theater walkouts at the cans. We have to see this movie. We have to. David Kornberg's Crime of the Future arrived at the Cannes this week, and as predicted, the director saw a number of walkouts, 
not quite prepared for the body of horror movie. Uh, Cronenberg has never been known for making bright and fluffy movies, so it's not surprising that the director's newest movie, he, his first in eight years, has been quite a reaction from its first audience. But star Kristen Stewart has been quick to defend, defend the movie, saying that beyond its gore, it is something completely beautiful. Yeah, I like Cronenberg's body horror films. He always does some fucked up shit, and I'm excited to see it. He'll die at the end, I'm sure. <laughs> Discussions are being talked. And they're being talked to two people. These conversations are being talked. There's a conversation going on. I don't know if that's how you use the word talk. Decisions are being had, maybe. But decisions are being talked. Okay, We're we're past that already. We're already past that. All right, so this is the three people this conversation's being talked with. Okay, three. Three. Three conversations being had. Three. One's with Disney Plus. Okay. One is with Pauly Shore. Okay. And the other is with Brandon Frazier. Brandon Frazier, yeah. Okay. What is this? What we so, what are they talking oh, about? Oh, Man, obviously. Right? Encino Man 2. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have no idea what that'd be about. <laughs> uh, I was talking about a possibility of doing the sequel if you want me to do it. And the script is right. And Brandon and Sean were on board. Of course, it made sense. I would do it for the fans. It It's what. Screenwriter George Zalum has been working on, so ask him about it. If you ask me, is there going to be another cinema? I don't know. I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no. You might just be pleasantly surprised. Is Paul Shore saying this? No, that is that is Zalum. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, the, the writer. Um, McCulky Calkin and Daniel Burr join high concept thriller Rich Flu. The upcoming film, Rich Flu, has gotten some solid names to join the cast. It is going to be McCulky Colton, uh, Daniel Brew from The Kingsman, The Falcon, and The Winter Soldier. Um, they join uh, Rosamund Pike from Gone Girl, yeah, sure. the, week, the Wheel of Time. Uh, Rich Flu is set in a world where a strange disease begins killing off the super rich. First, it hits the billionaires and the multimillionaires and so on, triggering a massive sell-off of assets as the wealthy try to escape the deadly virus. Interesting. I'm down. Interesting. Kill as many rich people as possible, please. Eat the rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Trump Media is making their own streaming service and only shows that are canceled shows and non-woke shows may apply. I can guarantee you this will fail within six months. <laughs> really? Yeah. No way. Dude, everything really? he tries to do is failed. Really? Adventure. I'm sure that truth, the, have you heard about the truth website? No, because no one's fucking joined it. You know? But, yeah, uh, I'm, I don't predict that lasting very long. It's a half ass like, I hope it lasts for years. <laughs> for years, man. I won't man. be paying for it. Uh, Jane Fonda, Diana Keaton, all of them are doing a book club too. If you saw book club one, you'll be happy about that. Did you see book club um, one? No, I didn't. I, yeah, I, remember, um, I remember you were like really kind of excited about it. I mean, like, it looks good. I know, I wanted to, and then you didn't want to see it, and then it just pissed me off, and I hate my life now. <laughs> Your life sucks now for missing out on book club. Because I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. It just pissed me off, Chris. Sorry. Was, um, you almost quit the show for not seeing it, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was going to be more, but whatever. MTV Movie Awards. M- movie and TV Awards coming out on uh, May, what is it, May 5th? No, June 5th. On June 5th, not May, because we're at the end of May. Yeah, what we are. Uh, is going to give the Lifetime Achievement Award in comedy to the one, the only, the man who deserves it, we'll Jack see. Black. Oh, Jack Black's in it? Okay. Yeah, he's going to get the Comic Genius Award. That works. For almost 40 years of geniusness. He's very funny. Jack Black He's a very funny man. He's, he's the funniest. Why, why, why do you not like Jack Black anymore? I, I think he's great. Uh, announced this weekend at the Star Wars uh, big convention that happened this past weekend. Right? Yeah. You were excited. You wanted to go. Um, Jude Law... Is the star in John Watts' Star Wars series, Skeleton Crew, the title of the secret series, was officially announced at the Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim on Thursday. Jude Law is heading to the galaxy far, far away. Quick question uh, related to Star Wars. Um, Obi-Wan is now out. You watched it already, right? Yeah, like the first 15 minutes is out? The first part one is out. But. Two episodes. I know, but the first episode, are they both out? Part one and part two is the name of the episodes. Uh, okay, are they both out? Yeah, those and, two episodes and are you've out. watched them already? Yes. And they're both, are they good as you hope they would be? I mean, it's Hugh McGregor. So, yes. You only do say yes or no. Uh, it's Hugh <laughs> and McGregor. Like, literally, when have you ever watched a movie with Hugh and McGregor and you're like, oh, man, that sucks that I saw that movie with Hugh and McGregor in it? Okay, all right, fine. Like when? When have you ever thought that? Okay, never have I thought that. Never, ever in your entire life. Like it could be Train Spotting, it could be it could be Big Fish, it could be Star Wars. But anytime you see Ewan McGregor, you're like, you know what? It's going to be a good day because I'm seeing Ewan McGregor. Uh, The most movie I saw most recently that I really liked was Doctor Sleep. You know, so like, Mm. there we go, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, insane. Uh, the Mandalorian got its release date of, of uh, February of 2023 is when the Mandalorian season three will come out. Mm-hmm. Do you think they should make a Mandalorian Mandalorian movie? No. Okay. Fair. I was just wondering. Just, just no, 100. That should be uh, exactly what it is. Just asking questions. Like, like uh, let's see. Miranda's victims or the Miranda rights? Yeah. Came from. Uh huh. The story is going to be told, and they have an all-star cast already. They have Abigail Preslin. Uh, you know her from Zombieland 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Blue Moon Sunshine. Yep. And then uh, Luke Wilson, Andy Garcia, Donald Sutherland. I mean, that's a pretty good cast already. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing and, that. Yeah, so that's going to be a good one. Um, Doctor Strange 2 has uh, now uh, beat. The Batman is now the highest grossing film of 2022. I could have predicted that, I think. Batman, the Batman asked a lot of audiences when he came to the three hour runtime. It was really long, and this is only two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, and then you actually, put the Batman on streaming. Doctor Strange 2 sort of, it was also, it was the shortest of the Marvel films in recent memory. You know, it was also more lighthearted. It wasn't so dark and dank. I mean, I liked the Batman a lot. You like it when it's dark and dank, don't you? Sure. Mm-hmm. I knew it. 
The Man from Toronto, Netflix, is being released on June 24th of this month. Uh, Yeah. It was initially set for August 2022. It'll be coming out June 24th. So that's going to be in our list to watch. So what's what's The Man from Toronto? I I don't know anything about it. Woody Harrelson, Uh Kevin Hart. Okay, we'll watch that. (laughs) And last but not least. Not least, but last. You okay? uh, Miles Teller uh, almost died making Top Gun Maverick. That makes sense. Uh, He was in a Geoforce... Yes, this is what he said exactly. Okay. I had, I definitely had a moment where I thought I was going to die. There was a sequence where we were heading straight towards the ground, and you do what's called a max G pull-up. Mm-hmm. You're heading down, and the last second you yank it up, and it's really tough for the pilot. It's something they train in all the time, but it was the first time we've done a maneuver like that. And I completely stopped acting. I looked at the ground and thought, this wasn't going to end well for me. Well, it it did because he's, he's in the movie you're about to talk about. He's in a movie. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the movie's no suck and some of the news. We're done with that. Now let's get over to the thing we all want to see, all want to talk about. Chris. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's stop talking. Talk, talk are you to ready? Him. Let's no, do. No, no, no. But are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Are you ready for the way to the danger zone? Bow, bow, bow. I'm going to ride into uh, Top Gun Maverick, directed by <laughs> Joseph Kaczynski. Uh, he directed uh, Oblivion. You remember Oblivion? A Tron Legacy? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I yeah, okay, yeah. What? What's so funny? Uh, I, no, I don't remember Oblivion. Of course you do. Um, this is written by uh, by Peter Craig, based on stories uh, based on um, characters by Jack Epstein and Jim Cash. This stars Tom Cruise as Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Is there something wrong? Yes, ma'am. The data on the MIG is inaccurate. Also, Jennifer Connelly is Penny Benjamin. I don't want you to be sorry, Cliff. Uh, Miles Teller is Lieutenant Bradley Rooster Bradshaw. This is why I don't think that we should be together. Uh. And um, John Hamm is Admiral Bo Cyclone Simpson. You and your boys didn't just roll a star market over in Malton for a box of quarters. And of course, Val Comer is Admiral Tom Iceman Kazansky. I'm your Huckleberry. Um, it also stars uh, Ed Harris, Bahudin Salahudin, I'm sorry, Bashir Salahudin, Monica Barbaro is Lieutenant Nasha Phoenix Trace, the Loose Pullman is Lieutenant Robert. Bob Floyd, um, Glenn Powell is Lieutenant Jake Hangman Sirison, and uh, Jack Schumacher is Lieutenant Omaha Vikander. I mean, there's so many people in this movie that you'll see movies coming up because they were all great in this movie. Um, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this? Is there one? How is Airplanes it? fighting. Airplanes I, I, fighting. I had to go ahead and uh, every time <laughs> every time you said there is one, I had to cut it out because I had to edit it out because it's just like you're not ready. <laughs> No, no, I'm ready. Okay, then just, the story. You know, it's airplanes fighting. Yeah, but, yeah. But, well, I'll read it. I'll read it. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete 
Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courteous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. So everyone's seen Top Gun, or most everyone's seen Top Gun. I was about to be said they've never seen Top Gun. And I'm like, where you will, mm-hmm. you will, uh, it's, it's a movie for people who are your wheelhouse and older. Like, like everyone who's at least 35 has seen Top Gun. It's impossible to avoid. It was a massive hit. Um, and it, it made Tom Cruise like the biggest star, one of the biggest stars on the planet, which he sort of, uh, you know, sort of remains as today. I actually talked to a friend on the, that was at the wrestling thing with me, and he watched the original Top Gun for the first time ever two days ago. I watched it for the first time in 20 years two days ago, or on Sunday or Saturday. Uh, oh, I've watched it. I have the board game, man. Yeah. So uh, this is a updated version of Top Gun. Uh, a lot of people were really upset that, that um, Kelly McGillis was in it. You know, the girl played it. Uh, Charlie, and they kind of replaced her with Jennifer Conway. People were, some people were upset about that, but that's that's fine because this movie's fun. It's a fun movie. It's got action. Um, it's got heart. This is not an updated version of Top Gun. This is a new Top Gun. This is a uh, this is Top Gun Part Two for sure. Okay, I mean, it's got a lot of different hits in it than what was in the first one. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Um. And this is all about Tom Cruise making up for his mistakes that he made in the original Top Gun. But it doesn't have Kelly McGillis in it. It's in characters. Which, which is perfectly fine because, dude, she was a side piece of ass, all right? She wasn't like... She wasn't, like, changing his... I mean, obviously, she didn't influence him enough to change his life. He was still flying planes and not wanting to have a home life. So obviously she didn't have it. She didn't cut the mustard, dude. And that's okay. <laughs> but Jennifer Connelly did, right? Yeah, it's Jennifer Connelly. Oh, she's stunning. She's so stunning and good looking at 51. I was like, God, she's so, she's so awesome. I love Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, her and Paul Buttney, man. They're, they're a hot couple. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, um, this movie made me happy in so many ways. Um, let me count the ways this made me happy. You said you saw this with 10 people? Where did you see that? And when? It was, it was uh, I saw this uh, Monday night. Uh-huh. So it was after Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And there was 10 people in the theater. It was like 11 o'clock at night here. <laughs> uh starting off so then we didn't get done it didn't get done till like 1 30 yeah and i came home and wrote the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh wrote the show okay mm. uh but uh we uh well what I, you think i just don't I, you think i just randomly grab news from the no, freaking no, i just i just think do you it, think that these wonderful beautiful graphics i'm not saying all the show because yeah. you put your part in it but i do my part to do all this beautiful stuff Fine. man Fine, uh, but listen, I, I don't saw, even know who you are anymore. That's I saw it. this on Sunday at twelve thirty a.m. So, what? what oh, there's the background. Okay, can do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I saw this. Uh, I saw this twelve thirty at Sunday, so it was full. And I, here's the. And I knew I, I didn't expect to see it that much, but I saw a lot of it. I saw a lot of people wearing Trump hats and a lot of Second Amendment rights shirts. Like people were in there. You know, like 
you know, about the guns, you know, how much they have guns and shit. Uh, which I, I, I should have expected it because it's a, it's sort of a military worship movie. Which is, and it, it was Memorial Day weekend after a bunch of kids yeah, got killed. Yeah. And so we have these assholes that are like, and yeah, the Trumpers t- like to really come out during when the kids get killed. Oh, yeah, they, they, you're going to take our guns. Take our well, guns maybe you should learn how to fucking teach people how to use them correctly. <laughs> we wouldn't have this problem. Or maybe, anyway. I mean, just think about, I mean, maybe there's some things we shouldn't sell. Uh, mm. You know, mm. because the, the, mm. I, this is a bit by, um, by, uh, by Jim Jeffries. Where he says mm-hmm. they, call, they don't call them defense weapons. They call them assault assault weapons. They call them assault guns. They don't call them defense guns. You know. So, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. We're talking about the we're talking about people in planes. And, um, yes, people in planes doing stuff. And um, by any means, um, yes, this is glorified the military. By any means, yes. Um, is this what the Navy or the Air Force or anything's like? No, not at all. Not, not, not near as fun. Not, near not, as fun. not as near as fun. There's not going to be some... Um, there's never going to be a night where, you know, people are going to be like, hey, man, you know, yeah. let's go play football in, yeah. the, in, the, in the water. In the sand, yeah. Yeah, and stand there with our nine packs out and, you know, anyway, no, it's not going to happen. This movie, though, one, it literally shows the reflection of a man uh, going through trauma that he suffered from 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this movie should have been 20 years ago. Did you cry twice doing this thing? No. You didn't cry at all? Not a little bit. I know. Not even a little bit. I cried. I cried once, at least. You know why? Because I'm a pussy. No, because I had a bunch of assholes (laughs) in my theater that just would not shut the F up. So I couldn't really get into it as hardcore probably as you did. Okay. But um, it was good. Like uh, Iceman uh, came in, came through for his parts. You know, the Val Kilmer. You didn't cry a little bit during then? Seeing Val Kimmer? No, I mean like Val Kimmer's awesome, dude. I, I saw, I watched his entire biography. I know what K, I know what he's going through in life. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. like it was I good. Mean, it was um, good to see him. It was it, good. Yeah, that that really made me happy. I was cheering more than, you know, I was like, oh, that means he got a payoff. Yeah, and I'm sure they made it very good for him due to the fact that you know. He doesn't act that much. Do you anymore. think that was his real voice at the end? Oh my God. Yes. Anyway, okay. Yeah. It's it sounds yes, I know. it sounds better than than it did in the movie Val Val. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's improved over time. Yeah, sure. Uh, if you guys want to guys to go see Val, it's uh on I think HBO Max or something. It's a it's a really it's good, on one of them. Yeah, it's a really yeah, good documentary. It's a really good documentary about Val Kilmer. Well, here, let's talk about the good parts of this movie um, straight up. Um, First, uh, Miles Teller and Tom Cruise, they run this movie like it's their bitch. They make this movie 100% theirs. Everybody else are just side characters, little bit (laughs) characters, maybe kind of a character. Uh, John Hamm does a good supporting role. As you know, the douchebag that doesn't believe in anybody. Um, he's like, know, the, he's like, like the he's like the the angry sergeant in every police movie. You can't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So. You can't do that. You can't do it. And then they prove him wrong. They're like, all right, you can do. You it. can do that. Yeah. But um, 
Uh, Val Kimmer's making his appearance is great. Jennifer Conley playing off of Tom Cruise. I didn't know someone that was uh, six foot one could make someone that's four foot three look taller. Wait, but they did. They probably so, had him on like a soapbox. Yeah. So uh, if you guys don't know, Tom Cruise is five seven. I'm five six. So what uh, what am I talking about? But he's a movie star. He should be tower. He should be ninety feet tall. Uh, Jennifer Conley. I don't know how tall she is, but she's great in this movie, and she's uh, she's. She's what you expect her to be, but again, this movie's not about. <laughs> she's 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 what she needs to be. Yeah. Is that what you just yeah, said? Yeah. Yeah. She needs to. She is what she needs to be. All right. But this so movie, she but, is. Oh, she is a half inch stop sh- shorter. Oh yeah, she's five to six, five six, five six and a half. Yeah, that means I have a chance, right? No, no. She's married to Paul. Pe- you know who she's married to. They have hey, kids. Hey, They've been together for like a decade. Have or you more. ever heard they call the thruple? I mean, come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, Chris, Chris's uh, dream is he wants to get it on with Vision from Marvel and his wife from Labyrinth. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. So this is – I, I want to talk about this, though, real quick before you jump into what you're going to say. Okay. The sexism of clips. When I have to go find movie clips for these movies. Yeah. You know what clip I found of Jennifer Conley's? The two clips I found more than anything. What is that? Ass to ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for a dream. Ass to ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And her riding that horse in that movie where she's riding that horse and she's just like. And her boobs jiggling. Her. At the, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, really, guys? Really? Yeah, no. This is. I, there's like 17 of those, like in a row, from different people that uploaded them. Yeah, um, and, and it's just, just like I can't even find like one scene from something else. You know, like it took me 20 minutes to scroll through, and all I did was put Jennifer Conley movie clips, and <laughs> finally I started finding like all the good stuff that she was in. You just see clips from Pornhub, from Alita Battle Angel and shit like that. You're like, yeah, like finally Alita Battle Angel popped up, uh, Snowpiercer, um, Spider Man showed up for a second, like, like uh, the day the Earth stood still, Blood Diamond finally popped up. That's a good up. one. But all I know, but all the things were like, she'd be like, yeah, and you know, like, yeah. and then Leo is saying 942 words. So I turned say search on. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, but this movie, uh, we'll talk about what the best thing about this movie is the fight scenes. They were done. Oh, man. So, and I, IMAX, did you see it? IMAX? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. IMAX, scoring. It sounded like you're in a big, so, you like, it sounded like you're at an airport. It sounded like you're out there listening to the. When battles. I talk about updated battle scenes, Top Gun Maverick does better than Top Gun 100%. Oh yeah, they um they even made it very clear, uh, like they came up with this whole way to do it, mm-hmm. and literally as the fact says, the actors playing the pilots actually were filming themselves. The director didn't even get the footage until hours later, <laughs> so he didn't even know if they said their words correctly or did their lines correctly or did the the flying correctly. I'm sure that also did helped a bit when it came to the sort of the COVID requirements and when this movie was filmed. You know, it's probably deep in the, deep in the pandemic, but but yeah, man. Like the best thing about Top Gun and Top Gun, and basically Top Gun Maverick are the dogfighting scenes, and you get tons of it. 
and it's exciting. Yeah. It's thrilling. It's fantastic. The action scenes in this are exactly you know the, the training all the way up to the final mission is all exciting. You know that's 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 what you watch the movie for. You know, you see planes. I mean, it kind of remind me of Iron Eagle. You know. Uh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Did you watch Iron Eagle? What is Iron Eagle? Tell me. I don't know what Iron Eagle is. Sorry, man. What the hell, Chris? Sorry, dude. I'm, right, a, I'm so lame. Back in the 80s, okay. back in the 80s, mm-hmm. when Top Gun came out, not only did Top Gun come out, like there is like a slew of fucking movies with airplanes, Navy, fighting, jet movies. Oh, Lou Gossett Jr. movie. Being, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It was Lou Gossett Jr. And, Lou Go- and the guy and the kid's dad died. And all he wanted to do was become a plane. And Luke Gossip Jr. kept on saying, no, you can't be a pilot like your dad. Your dad, you know, was the best. And da-da-da-da-da. Oh, like no. he died or something. Oh. And, like, so the storyline kind of reflected that. <laughs> yeah. In my, and I was like, this is kind of Iron Eagle. Because I used to have Iron Eagle. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. On VHS. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like... That's how old that movie is. And they even made an Iron Eagle 2, like, right away. Yeah. Like, there was a sequel. I, I can't even... I don't even remember what that one was about. But do you think they'll do Iron Eagle 3? I think they did. Oh, well. Yeah. They did, uh, they did Iron Eagle I, in 1986. was Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle 2 in 88. Uh, Aces, Iron Eagle 3, 1992. And 1996, Iron Eagle on the Attack. And the Iron Eagle is Lou Gossip Jr. Well, I can tell you that the um, Iron Eagle 3 on Rotten Tomatoes got 13%. So, um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and I don't think, uh, I don't think we got, yeah, we got it was the only, yeah, the only guy in it. But you know what? Whatever. We're, we're talking about Tom Cruise. It, it was a great movie, dude. It's a great movie. I don't know. Iron Eagle, guys. You want some more, you want some more airplane in here? The, you want some more jet fighting in your life? Go see. You know why Iron Eagle wasn't that good? Why? Because Kenny Loggins didn't write the freaking uh, <laughs> music, dude. Did you expect to hear uh, more of it? Of more of that the music? Yeah, I, I, I was, was happy that the opening of this movie started with Danger Zone. Love it. It's only- and then the movie in this movie, uh, the music in this movie was like a Guardians of the Galaxy. It was the who's who of the top hits of no, every no. genre so, ever. I, I watched the Top Gun, the original, on Saturday, and I was uh, bugged by how much they played that the synth line from Take My Breath Away. It was like in every other scene, they just played that that same song. <laughs> they didn't do that yeah, at all well, during Top Gun. was like... That song is like considered one of the best songs in history. It's a, it's an awful song, dude. To me, it, it's a great song. It, it, you know it, how good it is? It won a Grammy for best uh, original oh, song. What? It, won a, it won a what? A Grammy for a best Grammy. original song. And it also won a Razzie for best, worst original song <laughs> at the same time. No, no, it was a great song, dude. And it's a great dancing at a wedding song, and there's nothing better than a little ecstasy and like dancing to that song. <laughs> you would know, right? You're like this. I mean, this is shaped like Buddha. Anyway, but they didn't play that. They didn't play that in this movie at all. They played. Uh, they played. They played basically Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three soundtrack, and it was great. Um, all of it was uh, fantastic. Uh, this movie is a very fun movie. It's it's also takes itself more seriously than more serious than it has to. Uh, the the if you like, you know, 
planes and stuff like that. You're gonna find a lot to like about this movie. Yeah, uh, if you like planes, trains, and automobiles. I don't know about the automobile. I don't know about the trains part, but your cars in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, it, I think it improves upon the uh, like it. Like I said, when I say it's an update, I'm saying that movies since the '80s have gotten better, and this is yeah. no exception. This is to me better yeah, than the they, they really brought it out. They they brought the, the the jet fighting, the acting, the you know all the above, which is really they did a good job. I liked it. Did yeah, you like it? I did like it. It was a good movie. Um, I think I think they did a really good job. They touched each other in really impure so ways. I, I have um, a, I have a little bit of, but it's like the eighties. This had a throwback feel because of the ridiculous shit that happens at the end. <laughs> but but that doesn't detriment. It actually improves upon upon the movie itself it it's fun movie man it's a it's a it's a better than the original in my opinion in my opinion it's better than the original it, it, it's better than the original yeah i i agree that in some points uh, i mean uh you're gonna have, have that you have those feels you have that nostalgia to try the original so it's it's kind of hard to look at it objectively as just a movie right but it's wait a minute wait a minute top gun is a ripoff of Iron Eagle. Well, Top Gun's better. Iron Eagle came out January 17th, 1986. The original Top Gun came out May 16th, 1986. Well, one obviously stood the test of time, right? Yeah, Iron Eagle, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, no, like, how, how, so, how long do you think they've been trying to make Top Gun 2? Probably since the first one came out, right? They were trying talking about doing the second one. Tom Cruise was like, "Nah, I'm uh, I'm doing other stuff." But he said he'd come back if the technology reached a point to where he could do the scenes, the fighting scenes, how he wanted to. Are you ready for this? Oh, okay. The real Top Gun school imposes a five dollar fine to any staff member who quotes the movie. That's fair. No. <laughs> Why not? Because I have a need. <sighs> a need for speed. Can, uh, you can Venmo me, okay? <laughs> Just know the five dollars. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, Top Gun Maverick. It's a fun movie. It I think it's better than the original. I, but again, like you know the the uh, sort of military worship. I'm not. Uh, I'm not that guy. But it's a fun movie. It's a. It's it's exciting. It's thrilling, and it looks. Fantastic! It looks so good. I can't talk enough about how much I love the cinematography in this movie. You know? Yeah, it was a really good movie. This is one of those movies that if you don't enjoy it, you just don't enjoy movies. Yeah, I, I'm, it's a crowd pleaser. It's a blockbuster. It has everything a blockbuster, yeah. a Hollywood sort of blockbuster yeah. has. You have, you have your flight stuff. You have your, your heroes trying to save the day. You have your love story. You have a drama where the guy's trying to get over massive drama in yeah. his life and things that has occurred. Like I mean, you get to cheer at the end, you know. You feel like really good. It's it's a it's a Hollywood blockbuster that everyone's asking for. Nice. In the original Top Gun, the guy who played Goose is the only actor who did not vomit during the fighter jet scenes. Well, good for him. (laughs) In the new Top Gun, Uh uh, Miles Teller says three of the six new actors threw up every single day (laughs) filming the movie. Did he throw up? Probably. Yeah. He ain't one above it. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's 
do you don't don't you think he would throw up? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know Tom Cruise because he's a badass. He's also a pilot too. So, yeah, Tom Cruise is like, like what is it? Where is that? Boom! There it is. His World War Two P fifty one Mustang is seen in the movie is actually Tom Cruise's. So the one that he's working at, like he's a car mechanic. Yeah, it's a click 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 like at the beginning. He yeah. is a mechanic. He is a pilot mechanic. Oh, yeah, I believe you. I'm, I'm he not has saying. A license, uh, yeah, he has a license. He's accomplished. It's yeah, Tom. he's an accomplished human being. We aren't. We're nowhere near him. We're nowhere near Tom Cruise. We didn't even start our own church like he did. Um, <laughs> all right, let's read some books. I don't like that look, man. Well, it's the only look I got. Talk to me. Talk to me, Goose. Where am I? I don't know. Earth? The planes you're flying will soon not need pilots at all. The end is inevitable, Maverick. Your kind is coming to an end. You fly for Top Gun or you don't fly for the Navy ever again. Wow. Oh, everybody here, uh, everybody over here is Bagman. That's Hangman. (laughs) Same thing, whatever. See you in the see you in the afterlife, Bagman. <laughs> I can go as low as you, and that's saying something. I don't sail boats. I land on him. It's not the place. Oh, it's not the plane. It's the pilot. It's not what I am. It's who I am. The Navy needs Maverick. The kids need Maverick. That's why I fought to keep you here. I have no idea what I wrote there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the theater's a little dark, guys. Uh, if you think up there, you are dead. You lost your wingman up there. Oh, you lost. If you lost your wingman up there, then you would still keep fighting. I think the general is asking a rhetorical question, Captain. What were you thinking? You told me not to think. <laughs> Holy shit, what the fuck was that? Uh, and thank you for saving my life. Oh, there's one thing I did notice. At the end of the movie was the only time that Maverick did his famous fly by the tower. Oh, yeah, and that was a just a callback. Yeah, yeah that was like a running gag yeah, in yeah, the first yeah, movie. Yeah. It was like you kept on people you kept on spilling their coffee. So, um... What did you score in this? 4.2. Has to be. It's a 4 for me. It's a 4. Yeah, they, they, um, it'd be a 4 normally. However, Val Kimmer makes it a 4.2. Okay, the point two, you get a point two. The greatest Batman of all time being in this movie. Well, can we agree that the greatest Batman of all time is Keaton? No, it's Val Kimmer, dude. You, dude, you don't even like Batman for that much. Batman's not a beeper. <laughs> Tell me that from you like the circus, but um, no, I'm just kidding. No, but um, uh, yeah, 100% it's Keaton. But um, also, if you haven't had a chance, go to the People's Choice Award of 1990, mm-hmm. and for Best Picture, Batman won. Okay, 1990 People's Choice Awards. Yeah, and accepting the award was Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. And Michael Keaton goes, "All you people who wrote in and said I was the worst selection for Batman ever, 
Yeah. Keep on writing those letters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to run to me as right now. What is the audience score for Top Gun Maverick? 91. 99%. Damn. Yeah. Now, what's the Big Bad Ming's critic score for Top Gun Maverick? 62. 97%. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Damn, people Chris, really like this movie. Chris is Top Gun Maverick pulls off feet even trickier than a 4G inverted dive. Delivering a long bladed sequel that surpasses the predecessor in wildly entertaining style. And this movie's entertaining. It's a very entertaining film. Right? It's entertaining, just like your face. Just like my face. All right. Your face is very entertaining. <sighs> this movie this movie is 30 years in the making. Can you make it can you make it equal, please? All right, Ducky. So, uh, what are we watching next week? I have no idea. I don't either. Um, uh, <laughs> well, my, my wife's going to be gone for a week, so I can pretty much watch anything. I watch, uh, we can do men next week, right? You can, can you fit men in there? Uh, give me two seconds. I will answer that question for you right now. You mm-hmm. said men? Yeah. How do you spell men? M-E-N. M-E-N. All right. The, there are no show times today. They're all sold out. <laughs> Oh, wow, they're all sold out. Like, there are two more show times. Oh, it's because it's the only fucking theater showing it. Yeah. Oh, hey, I know what the audience score is on that one. Well. That was an accident. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. What's tomorrow, Wednesday? What am I doing Wednesday? How are these all sold out for tomorrow, too? Maybe they're just canceling them. What the hell, dude? Uh, it's Crimes of the Future showing for you uh, this weekend. So I can probably fit that in while I'm out of town. And then there's no more. Wow. We don't have to do men. I've seen it. I'm happy. I, I know. I want to see it too, bruh. I don't know. What theater, what movies are coming out this week? Man, we, uh, we should really. Crimes of the Future talk comes about. out. Crimes of the Future comes out. I can't wait for that. I don't even know what that fucking is. That's an incredible film. Yeah. That's it, cool. The one that people walked out on. We had to see. We had to see. The one people walked out on. Oh, Minions! On July. Uh, We'll talk about this later, man. People don't want to see us looking through our phone for movies coming out. I'll text. I think they really do, Chris. I don't. I I think you're just being a dick. I'll text you. Um, What about the unbearable weight of massive talent? Have you ever seen that? that? We already saw that. (laughs) Bob's Burgers. You want to see Bob's Burgers? We can do that. Is that out this it, week? Yeah, it comes out next this week and then yeah, yeah, it's out. It's already out. So we can do men and Bob's burgers or we can do crimes of the future yeah. and Bob's burgers. Um man, that is a hard decision. What do you think? I have some, some demon. Men and crimes of the future. You know what? Men and crimes of the future, because okay. I need to wait for Bob's. You need to get, get yeah. I can't go watch my wife's favorite oh, cartoon. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Without her around. Where's she going? Atomic Falls. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Okay. The post apocalyptic uh, <sighs> wasteland, man. She's going to be living living with the weirdos. Okay. That's fair. Um, Thor's going to be there. Who? Thor. Okay. Thor! Thor. You know, big guy? Yeah. Yeah. You met him. Yeah. Thor's, Thor's, Thor, Thor's awesome. Uh, Is it, though? Yeah. Really? Yeah, we met Thor. I met Thor. Uh, I think at your fight club party. Was that right now? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. You find something. <laughs> <laughs> My wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was there. Uh, 
You find some online movies on such. Oh, fuck, that's forever. You find some online movies on such.net or on Facebook.com slash movies on such podcast or on Twitter at NTS Podcast or on Instagram at NTS Podcast. You can find us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash movies on such. Or on Twitch, NTS Podcast. And we're on all stream platforms. So you find podcasts, find movies on such and something to do. If you have any emails, info on movies on and movies on such podcast at gmail.com. If you guys want shirts with our logo on it, go to bonfire.com, search movies on such and something to do. And uh, Neil, what do we do for small businesses? Yeah, small business, let us know. Give us the information. We'll put it out there. We'll tell people all about you for our millions of listeners and thousands of watchers just for you. So let us know. Email us, message us. Kick me in the tank. All right, you good? Let's do it. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, no matter where you're lost and no matter what city that you're walking Remember, to just look at the sky and realize you're the top gun, motherfucker. Have a good night.